According to the Bible, two things have to happen before Jesus returns. Both of these things have already happened. We have to be near the coming of Jesus and the Great Tribulation and the elect of God being taken off the earth. The first thing that had to happen is the apostasy in the churches. The NASB refers to 2 Thessalonians 2 as the apostasy. The King James Version calls it the falling away. Both refer to the churches leaving doctrines of Christ and setting up other doctrines. Churches would fall away from doctrines as stated in the Bible and set up other doctrines that has already happened and continues to happen. It will continue to happen until Jesus returns and judges those churches and their congregations. Looking at 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, first in the King James Version. Let no man deceive you by any means, verse 3. For that day of the Lord shall not come, except there come a falling away first. As far back as 1982, God opened my eyes to see this falling away did not mean people were going to leave the churches. It meant churches were going to leave the scriptures. They were going to leave the Bible and set up other doctrine. By doing that, it opened the door for Antichrist to come into the churches. In verse 3 in the King James Version says, First there has to be the falling away, and then the man of sin be revealed. He's going to come into the churches as soon as scriptures open the door for him to come in to the churches. When they remove the scriptures, that removed the restraint against Antichrist and he came into the churches. It says, Who opposeth and exalteth himself above all things that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God. He was not coming through the governments of men as churches taught for decades. Antichrist comes through the churches, through the temple of God. He sits in the temple of God showing himself that he is God because he doesn't respect the scriptures. He sets up his own doctrine. NASB translates that as follows. Let no one in any way deceive you, for it, the day of the Lord, will not come unless... The apostasy comes first. If you will look in a standard dictionary and look at the word apostasy, this it has to do with religion, not with governments of men. King uh, NASB clearly states the apostasy has to come before Jesus returns. And it says, and the man of lawlessness is revealed. He's lawless against the scriptures. He puts aside the scriptures and sets up his own doctrine. 
And the man of lawlessness is revealed, a son of destruction, who opposes and exalts himself above every so-called God or object of worship, so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, displaying himself as being God. That apostasy has already happened in the churches. They have changed some of the doctrines away from the doctrines of the Bible. And this continues to happen and will happen until Jesus returns and the great tribulation of God comes upon this earth. The second thing that had to happen and has already happened is as follows. In Matthew 24, Jesus says, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Both of those things have already happened. We're sitting here now at the threshold waiting for two things the coming of the great tribulation and the coming of Jesus next we can expect the great tribulation of God Matthew 24 Jesus says immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory, and he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. According to Matthew 24, the great tribulation is going to come before the powers of heaven are shaken and before the return of Jesus. That is shocking to us, isn't it? In Luke 21, Jesus speaks of the great tribulation and after he has spoken of the things coming upon this earth through the great tribulation, he says, And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then shall they see the Son of Man. So in Luke 21, it's presented this way also. The great tribulation comes first. And then the powers of heaven are shaken. The sun's going to go dark in the middle of the day. The moon won't give its light. And then after the powers of heaven are shaken, the sign of the Son of Man will be in the sky. And he will come in a cloud with great glory. Verse 28 of Luke 21. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. When you read this section of scripture in Matthew 24, it is really spelled out clearly. 
that the great tribulation comes after the great tribulation, the powers of heaven are shaken, after the powers are shake, of heaven are shaken, then comes Jesus through the air. If you don't read Matthew 24, it can look like Jesus is coming and then the great tribulation. But if you read Matthew 24, I don't think you can deny or that we can deny this. First comes the great tribulation, then the powers of heaven are shaken, and immediately after the powers of heaven are shaken, Jesus comes through the air for the church. So you'll have to read Matthew 24 and Luke 21 to really see this. In Luke 21, verse 34, Jesus says, And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting. That means overindulgence. Too much shopping, too much TV, too much all other things. Lest your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life, and so that day come upon you unawares. You better not be living in cares of this life. We better not be living in cares of this life. Everything that troubles us should be taken to God in prayer. As it says to do in Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. Because only by doing that are we going to live in peace without spot and blameless. Which Peter said we had to do before the coming of Jesus. Be found of him in peace, without spot, and blameless. That's in Second Peter chapter 3, verse 14. Jesus says, Watch ye therefore, and pray always, that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man. Watch yourself. Watch your way of life. How are you living? Are you really living according to Scripture? Are you really doing the Scriptures? Are you putting those unbelievers away from you? Or are you being friends with them and going out to dinner with them and going to activities with them, always hoping they will come to Jesus? Which way are you living? I know which way the church is living. They're living with unbelieving people from the churches. People who've changed church doctrine, they're approving divorce in the church. They're approving remarriage of women. They're approving men in marrying divorced women. They're approving homosexuals and lesbians in some churches. They're even making homosexuals ministers in some churches today. And this is not going to work. Watch ye therefore and pray always. Watch your way of life. Be sure your way of living lines up with Scripture. And pray over everything that concerns you every day, for that connects you to God and makes you worthy to escape that which is coming upon this world. We don't know which day Jesus is coming. He could come in a day when we are furious and in complete disarray. And what would that mean for us? Well, it's not going to be good news. Not at all. Again, the Apostle Peter says in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 14, Be diligent 
that he will be, you will be found of him, that you will be found of Jesus when he returns, in peace, without spot, and blameless. I have written these scriptures out for you on our blog. Go to Jesus Ministries Exhortations, tap on podcast on the homepage, bring this broadcast up, and you will see all of these scriptures that I've spoken today printed on our blog. Again, the blog name is Jesus Ministries Exhortations. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.